Welcome to the Flyover Ministry Podcast, a practical youth ministry podcast for small church leaders by small church leaders. We are grateful that you have joined us for our journey through ministry-related topics that we hope help equip and encourage you as you serve Jesus wherever you are. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jordan. And there are no nets, ladies and gentlemen, as we launch into this episode of Flyover Ministry, because we have no outline. So you'll see right now as you look at your mobile device or your Spotify how long this episode actually winds up being, and you might go, yeesh, this got a little long. Hopefully in the editing process, we will be able to trim it down to our usual length, but... Uh, Jordan, as we have talked about mountaintop experiences, we recognize that uh, as great as that is, there are also discouragements in ministry. And I am not, I'm sure I'm not the only one who is in ministry who has put just an incredible amount of work and effort into something that just doesn't seem like it yields much in regards to uh, success or effectiveness or impact. Um almost like you were preparing for that mountaintop experience and it just never uh, emerged. So yeah, you're looking and, at me like, well, that that's you, Dan, but <laughs> well, no, that, that's true. Um, I think it's also interesting that the way that things work, there could also be the juxtaposition of someone's mountaintop experience for one group being very difficult for another group. Um, mm. and even, you know, so for example, uh, take the fly convention, let's say that you've got something where one group, the Lord is doing amazing things in, like there's group bonding that's happening. Walls are being broken down. Uh, clicks are being kind of gone away with God just seems to be having his fingerprints all over the place. And you as a leader, just like, this is totally awesome to quote car or Incredibles. Um, yeah. but you might also be the group where you're the leader of, all right, we had a couple kids got caught with contraband and mm. we need to send them home. And now we're talking about working with parents. How do we logistically get them home? This is not what I wanted or a medical emergency or, you know, there's those potentials where those can happen too. So you might be in the one area of disappointment could just be like tragedy or something difficult happens. Um, mm. But another area of disappointment can be like you swing and a miss, man. Like you <laughs> kind of like what you were saying, like, Oh, this is going to be a great event. Um, I heard that Dan and his group did like a Bob Ross night and I thought that was awesome. So I'm going to buy canvases and I got all these paints. So I got my Bob Ross cued and ready to go. And then you get ready, the kids start showing up, and there's only, like, two. And then, like, you're like, all right, well, we're still going to have a good time of this. And then the projection system goes down, so you can't even watch Bob. And it's just like, ah, finger paint failure, right? These things happen. And so the question is, how do we recover? How do we endure? How do we press on in the midst of these difficulties? Or we could even say this. Maybe, well, no, that's not really a disappointment. Never mind. 
No, what were you going to say? I'm I was going to talk curious. about like our mutual colleague who said, yeah, this was youth group tonight. was asked if we want watermelon. And the lesson learned, ask. And so then there's a picture of a pickup truck with these two <laughs> ginormous cardboard boxes filled with watermelons. <laughs> and I mean, we're talking... I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the it, beginning of a math problem is what it is. It was hilarious. And I, <laughs> it's so I don't so know great. if there was disappointment there or not, or that was just like. Well, it's funny because yeah. she was texting me as it was happening. Like, <laughs> I've made a I've made a mistake. <laughs> like, oh. well, and then I, you see the picture of it. I, I, I bet we could get permission. I'm sure we could get permission to share this on our, our Facebook page because, sure. like, you you'll you'll go to a grocery store and see those cardboard totes full of watermelon, and you know there's probably thirty watermelon in there, like Please. oh yeah that's normal. But when it's sitting on your kitchen counter, and it's just overwhelming. Yep. <laughs> I and and you know watermelon. I don't. Do you like watermelon, Jordan? Random uh, side question. Yeah, I mean, there's if it's good watermelon, but I mean sure. that's kind of the challenge. It could be kind of crummy watermelon. So I am of the persuasion to use the words my wife uses. It's flavored sand water. I do not <laughs> like watermelon. Period. And you just get so much of it in one watermelon. And now you are dealing with forty-eight. <laughs> oh, we are we are get, making like, too much. We are tool. making too much fun here, but and you like take a sample of the center to see if it's any good. And if it's not, you're like, all right, kids, change of plans. We are going to do like an interactive shooting gallery now. Bring mm. your guns. We're gonna grease this up and go swimming and play do football. Yeah, how many different watermelon activities are we doing? But that's kind of maybe not disappointing. So. That's Let's just hilarious. Back the well, it's just disappointing bit. for the one individual who's dealing with all of that watermelon. Uh, so let's, yeah, getting back, how how do you process personally, Dan? Like, I don't know if you have something that comes to mind that you could think of that was something you're really disappointed in, but how do you walk through that and not get discouraged? Do I have something that comes to mind that I've been discouraged at? Yes, of course I do. It's kind of the question of which one do I want to pick? Um, how do I process it though is the question. Uh, usually I go and sulk and self-pity for a while. Um, okay. I kind of, I, I, I have to get over myself a little bit to say this was a lot of work. This is a lot of effort. I feel like I've wasted my time. I feel like this was something that a lot of people were telling me to do and really suggesting this and everyone was excited and we did everything that we ca could and not many people came or a lot of people came and it just jumped the shark right away and it just went downhill from there and we it, how do you, how do i process all of this and this is not your fault this is not a reflection on your effectiveness as a leader speaking to you listener that is dealing with the discouragement right now whatever that might be God is still able to work through you, and he does that all of the time. And even when things fall in its face, uh, a lot of times you have to realize that discouragement amplifies itself to the point where that is all you are able to receive and take in. And I usually wind up sulking to the point where I say, okay, you're being ridiculous now. 
you need to so i wind up pulling myself out of that but there is a little bit of time where i, I don't know it sounds weird it helps me to just be my by myself and not hear from anyone else to just spend some time in prayer to look at the many different instances throughout scripture where things fell on their face um, to even just take some time and just be silent before the Lord. And I would even say, and this has been a practice of mine from time to time, to take the book of Psalms and just start reading them out loud, to hear the word of God proclaimed quietly to yourself. Um, that helps. But also, to, like I said, just take some time and then actively look to try and find the silver lining where, you know, maybe you were planning this huge event like lock-in or uh, a camp or retreat and you didn't quite get the numbers you were expecting. And um, maybe your VBS kind of fell in its face because you were hoping for all sorts of people to come from the community and that just didn't happen. Okay, well, what's the silver lining there? Silver lining is that God's word was still proclaimed. Is that enough for you? I hope so, because that's wonderful. The gospel was shared ideal, in an ideal situation, right? Uh, people heard about Jesus, and that is what God tells us to do, and he tells us to not worry about the fruit, to leave that to him. Uh, so just wait. Wait on the Lord. Let him fight that battle for you. And don't think that you're alone in that failure. It uh, could be a time where you're able to look back at that and maybe not laugh, but just kind of smirk and just nod your head and like, man, I'm glad I'm past that right now. Um, but that's, uh, I guess, just some of the ways that I process um, kind of a flop in ministry. But I'm going to turn the question back to you here. How do you process all of that? Well, I think what we speak to ourselves is very significant. And mm. I, and there is an element to, I know you said like you like to get by yourself, but for me, I think it's helpful to have a conversation with my wife just to kind of, yeah. Um, sometimes now I don't do that all the time. Cause I don't also want to burden her all the time. with just like, Oh, you know, ministry is so tough, whatever. Uh, but there are times it's like, you know, I, I'm kind of bummed by this and just, this is what I was hoping for. And it just didn't happen. Um, but also kind of like you said, going back to asking myself, what do I believe to be true about God? Is God good? Is God faithful? Mm -hmm. Um, and to remember that just because I don't see things doesn't mean that God's not actively doing something. You know, maybe it was an event that you were hoping would be a lot of people and only a few showed up. Well, you don't get to see necessarily what's going on in the hearts of the people who came there. Maybe God has planted dozens of significant seeds that are going to bear fruit into some amazing things someday. Um, I, I remember there was a season in particular, it wasn't one event. It was, it was like a whole year where I had youth group. And so I was, I started planning a, a unique lesson every week because the stuff we were going through, we were supposed to go through as a whole congregation. Um, so that meant the youth group would follow along midweek stuff too. And I had one student the first day and then for the rest of the year, I didn't have a single student show up. Mm. And during that time, it was kind of just like, 
it it wasn't fun um because it, it's kind of hard not to take that personally at some point yeah. and then there's also some people who are giving the feedback of like you just gotta have pizza for a man and it's kind of like no i don't think pizza is really the issue here mm. um and so it was kind of like well i'm going to be ready to share with whoever comes here should anybody come here and in that season was when I really had to wrestle with the thought of God working behind the scenes because he was obviously not doing anything through me presently from what I was seeing. Right. It's like, wow, this is a really effective ministry, God. And like, I'm surprised I haven't been fired yet, you know? Um, but uh, there's, there's other elements that were working decently well during that time. So it wasn't just like all negative, uh, right. but you know, those, I think that's kind of, true for us even if it's like a one-time thing where we put our heart into something and it just doesn't seem to work is that we can feel like a failure and we can miss the fact that god is doing what we can't necessarily see sometimes and we're invited to trust and to have faith and uh, we could have a conversation about god's sovereignty um i think that has something to play with that i'm not gonna go to like the route of determinism necessarily uh but like i do trust that God will bring the people he wants brought somehow. He will work in people's hearts through his spirit, how he wants to lead. Um, and I think that's been one of the key things that has gotten me through those difficult times. Yeah. I do want to echo the, the conversations you have with your spouses are tremendous. Um, thinking of people here too, that aren't necessarily married. I would wager that you have somebody that you are able to turn to a, a prayer partner um, who are your garden friends, right? the people that you will turn to in the midst of the, your struggle, your suffering, um, people that you know that will pray for you, support you, um, and whoever that might be, to be able to turn to them and be honest and open with them regarding that. Um, I am encouraged when I uh, consider in the midst of failure the promise that Jesus gives us in Matthew 28 where he says, I am with you always. The reminder that, yes, you know what? As as big of a flop as this was, um, it, it's okay. You know, uh, this is not dependent on uh, batting a thousand when it comes to working with people in God's kingdom. Uh, I think about, uh, there was a, uh, a, U, uh, a YouTube clip that one of our students sent me because it was just this, huge fail worship wise like the drummer was on his own little beat uh the piano was in a completely different key from the guitar the singers were singing a different song it was about the biggest train wreck of a of a praise set on a sunday morning that you could about imagine i mean the only thing that was missing the soundboard i mean everything sound wise was working fine right the slides were a good thing or a bad thing well, the only way that you knew that the singers were on the wrong song was because the slides were actually working. So uh, so you're looking at this and the guy leading worship just like, hold on, hold, stop, stop. Guys, like we're going to, we're just going to hit a hard reset here. We're going to make sure we're on the same page. And, you know, in the middle of church, everyone's like, <gasps> like you can through, through the, uh, through the internet, you could feel everyone just kind of gritting their teeth and, and clenching their their nerves, just like, oh, what's what's happening? And, and just remembering what that worship pastor said was, 
you know, it's okay. We still have the Holy Spirit. We did not scare him away. He is still here with us. And we're going to try this again. But let's get ready to praise the Lord. And they, they took off and, and it was, I mean, it was fine. And I just think how beautiful that is to just take the pause to acknowledge, yep, this was not great, but it is okay. And I think there's an aspect of humility that we could talk about too, to just like oh, be ready to explore like, so what, what can I own in this? You know, what, what can I do better next time? Because there's, but even if the whole thing's not on you, there's still something you can learn to do yeah. better next time. And I would also say too, spouses are great if you have one. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out to ministry colleagues either, though. You know, yeah. Um, you said garden friends and just someone who can understand. You know, there's there's unique aspects to ministry that unless you're in ministry can be difficult to kind of connect with. Um, so don't go at it alone. You know, find yeah. people to journey. Man, pride is such a huge thing in this too. Like what you were talking about, humility. To acknowledge that sometimes we do have a little bit of our own personal reputation in the in the mix. Like concerned what your church leadership or members might uh, gather or assume about you uh, if you aren't producing the kind of results that they are looking for. Or if you do all of this work and spend all of this money, well, uh, I don't know if we need to. I don't know if we should listen to them for another idea because their ideas just don't seem like they're quite taking off. Um, yeah. That's tough, and I know that that happens in churches. But I think if we are doing the Lord's work, we definitely need to have a a moment of self examination to remove our egos as much as we can from what it is we're trying to accomplish. I mean, cause there's, there's those scenarios where you have done what you can and you've mm -hmm. been doing due diligence and something outside of your control happens and you find yourself kind of sitting in the midst of a mess and saying like, man, I look like a bad guy, an incompetent bad guy. <laughs> we're going Pixar today. And he's ugly. Well, I was just, that was, that was incredible again. Okay. Frozone. When you're in the jewelry place. Anyways. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So don't don't fall into the trap of the enemy. Like, I think that's probably one of the cautions, too. This could be a way that the enemy uses to, to kind of try to take you out and bring you down. Um, but we serve a risen Savior. And the good news for each of us, even if we are at fault... We can even go as far as that. He's a God of redemption. So there's nothing too far gone for us to right. just like say it's a complete loss. And that's yeah. that's encouraging. I think about this last fly convention, and I'll admit and confess this here live on this podcast. I don't mind doing that. Um, I have historically gone to the fly convention just feeling like I can't wait to be filled here. I, I look forward to what I'm going to learn, and I just was reminded and appreciated so much of what was said, but it also felt like, I don't know, it wasn't so much like I was a bull as I was a strainer. Like things were just pouring through. I was not necessarily, I was receiving it and it was not sinking in or it did not 
feel like I was having quite the experience that other people were have. I mean, people were convicted of sin. They were turning to the Lord. They were uh, reminding themselves and through everything. I mean, even the like the late night sessions. And here I am just, I've done so much work to do this thing. And it's great. And I love that we're here. I love that our students are growing together. I love that they are having this experience. I just, I, I, I feel empty. And it's quite a thing to feel empty when the theme of the fly convention is restored. And I'm looking to the Lord's like, I need you to restore me. And I, I did not know uh, what that would look like. Um, plenty of garden friends at the fly convention that I was uh, just turned to and said, hey, I could use your prayer. I don't know what's going on. And it's not like I was chasing a feeling or pursuing, like, I just want to feel something. Uh, it's like, I just, I just feel empty right now. And, and I don't know what this is. And um, I am so appreciative of uh, a gift that our group gave me. Um, they went to the the store, like the main lodge, unbeknownst to me. And after youth group night on Thursday, they gave me a card. Uh, they all signed and they just a uh, thank you for everything that you've done that we have no idea. Like we have no idea how much work you put into this, but we are just so grateful. And they had a verse that I want to read here. Uh, Cause I think as people are listening to this, I'd wager that there's a at least a few that are going through something like this. So uh, I'd look to your permission, but I'm going to just do this anyway. Um, from Glate, what's that? Permission granted from Galatians 6, 9, and 10. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are in the household of faith. It's amazing to see how God strikes in your heart when you are in a slump to have the reminder that he is not just sovereign but he is good and oh does he love you and he is still with you yeah well that almost sounds dan kind of like a high point that was a success that you could use to kind of gear you up for your next season of ministry which so happens next week's episode so i think we're going to cut it off here and uh as you i know this could be tough like just talking about the topic of disappointment if you're feeling that right now um it's hard to say like hey we get it because you're there you're experiencing it we're on the other side of the internet whatever but know that you're not alone we do care for you and there is people walking with you so and again have hope because God can take that mess and turn it into something great. So with that, may you go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks for listening to Flyover Ministry. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Flyover Ministry. You can also get in contact with us on our Gmail account, flyoverministrypodcast at gmail.com. You can find other episodes that we've recorded on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.